Okay. Alright, here we go. What's up, everybody? It's Mike. And this is Chase. And you're listening to Ranks for Nothing. Today, we are going to be discussing our picks for political, fictional political characters. There you go. I think this was Matt's idea. Yeah, I was trying to think of something... Somewhat relevant. Somewhat, yeah, somewhere around the uh, voting day. So like, hey, we haven't done like, any political movies or characters or whatnot. So. Should we should we at some point in the future rank our favorite real politicians? <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that. I don't know if I know enough. But I, I, don't, I was going to say, I don't... I've got like one and a half. <laughs> it's like, it's like, what do you got? You got George Washington had wooden teeth, which I don't even think is true, but that's what I remember. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I think he. I think, tale. Is that real? Exactly. <laughs> I think he had teeth from his slaves. <laughs> I would believe it. He took his slaves' teeth and put it in his mouth. No, doubt it. no that's true. <laughs> they had wooden Chase teeth. Said too. It's true, so. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd they get them wooden teeth? <laughs> all, the, all the rage back then. <laughs> I think maybe the uh, stuff that it was. I don't know. How they connected them was wood. Okay. I don't know. Hell, I don't know. They, they just splintered it into his. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they used wood glue. That's what they did. Yeah. <laughs> wood glued teeth, but got lost in, over the time. It's forced to wood teeth. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's what we're doing. Chase gets the pick of the order. Oh, yeah. What do we, what's the order, Chase? <clears throat> um, considering I have. One that I feel strongly about, I'm gonna go first. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. M- M- Mike, you go second. All right. And that leaves Matt yeah. third. That leaves Matt. All right. How you feel about that, Matt? I feel like I might. Uh... I'm give my little picks here. I feel like one or two for sure, but I haven't. Yeah, I feel like there's a couple that I'm like, eh, maybe, maybe not. And then I know there's a couple that will definitely be on at least one or two of your lists. I have, well, I have one that I'm, I'm actually worried about. The other one I would be, but I don't know if you guys might veto it. I don't know if, uh, if if this person counts. Yeah, I think I might have a possible veto. Yeah. So. All right. Well, those are always fun. Yeah, like uh, I guess the question would be: Can they just work in a in politics, or do they have to be an elected official? Or do we know for sure? Yeah, I don't know. We'll play by ear. All right, we'll see how it goes. We'll Depends let on it who. unfold. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Depends on how I'm feeling at that time. We'll it. <laughs> Sounds good. Oh uh, shit! All right, uh, let's do picks of the week. Chase, what do you got? Um, have you guys talked about Brutus yet? No, that was if we were gonna do music, that was gonna be my pick though. Yeah. That's my pick then. Um it's fucking so good. The new album's so good. And yeah, it's uh what is it, Unison Life? Yep, that it is. Um They're great. If you haven't listened to them, then what the fuck are you doing with your life? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> doing nothing. <laughs> you haven't listened to it? So I, I might have listened to a song or two when you guys first started listening to them. That was a couple years ago. Yeah, probably. The last or something. Out. Yeah, but I haven't really uh, stuck with it. I'm gonna go back and listen to this more. Uh, 
I love it. It's uh, it's like a really good mix of kind of that. Um, what would you call that? Shoegaze kind of metal sound. Yeah, it's got a little bit. Of, I wouldn't go as far, but it's got elements. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And then German band or something from Belgium. Belgium, yeah. Um, and yeah, the singer. She's also the drummer, which is cool i guess yeah. usually i don't usually i don't like that yeah there's a girl singer usually i don't like that i don't like when singers when drummers sing yeah i don't know why it's just i think it it takes away from one or both of those actions it's hard to do i, I guess is is the thing yeah i do i notice um i think more like i've my kids and i have been listening to it so we've like watched a few of the videos and a lot of it's live footage or it'll mm-hmm. be like a live recording and you kind of realize that their song structure, I think oh. caters to it, obviously mm-hmm. like it'll start out with just guitar and bass and like maybe some like light, like cymbal or something while she's kind of doing that more mellow singing. Mm-hmm. And then it just starts to rip and it's mostly instrumental. Mm-hmm. And then there will be like a kind of like the, you break into like the chorus or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the melodies aren't as complex when she's, like, actually wailing on the drums, yeah. which makes sense. And I think that's kind of why I don't normally like that, is because it's hard, I mean, it's hard enough to, like, control four limbs doing different things. Yeah. And then to throw in, like, your brain to sing, and it's not so bad to sing along, but to sing notes and make it complex is is tough. Like, it's hard to get out of that thing of your head to create that. And I think, like, that's the nice thing about modern music making, is you can kind of it's so easy to record now that you could, you could plan that where previously, like you had to like play that shit live and come up with that shit on the fly. Like as you're actually doing it and writing it, you know what I mean? Like it's harder to do unless you're like writing it on guitar and then you just sit down and play drums to it, which is possible too. But yeah, not, not recorded at least. Cause I mean, you record yeah. it separately, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Sean saw them live. So that he'd be a good one to have on this discussion. Oh, that's awesome. His I, ass drove to like Brooklyn like three years ago or so. I think it was like right before the pandemic. Or maybe it was just, Yeah, I think it was like right before. Or maybe it was shortly after. When I, anyways, he went and I was super fucking jealous that he went to that. Because it was like in the middle of the week and I was like, fuck man, if this was on a weekend, I might go. But Yeah, I've been watching like all their tours are in Europe right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think they've come stateside since that tour that Sean caught him on. It's awesome. And they have you ever seen those bands live where the drummer sings? Um, didn't from Autumn the Ashes drummer sang? Yeah, a little bit. Didn't a Treyu that guy Treyu guy he yelled? Yeah, and then or sang one. He did one of the two. I forget which one he did. There was another one. Like it wasn't was it Open Hand or no Beloved? Beloved. He did all the yelling. That's right. Which I think is easier because it's just like yeah. it's more percussive at that point. It's more blah 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 blah, like less about like hitting notes and shit. Right. But if you ever see those bands live, do they change up the uh, standing positions? Like, does the drummer get front of the stage like a singer, guitarist would, and the guys are off to um, the side more so, or is it like I think, a normal setup? Like from Autumn the Ashes, it was a normal setup. I think. Uh, when I saw Treyu, it was a normal setup too. Yeah, I think it depends on like the size of the band. Like I, I know with Brutus, there's a, they're only a three piece, so they kind of set up like almost like equal, uh, like across. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it'd be, it'd be weird to see a band like that live and the drum like front center. Like, Who the fuck's singing? Like you can't <laughs> yeah. get a drum in the back kind of Well, what's uh, is it that Black Keys band? Uh-huh. That dude did a little bit of singing too, didn't he? Yeah, like the two of them. They were like a two piece. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think you're right there. I hate yeah. that band. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I go in waves. I, I like certain elements of it, but it's like one song at a time. I, I don't think I could go through a whole album. Yeah. Is that Sleigh Bells chick? Was she the same? Was she a drummer too? Or no. No, the I actually I don't remember now. I know it was the drummer from Poison the Well. Yeah, I don't know uh, if he actually played drums in Sleigh Bells. Yeah, I think, so I'm not sure. I feel like he played guitar. I think he in did Sleigh too. Bells. Yeah, that's another band I never got into. Yeah, I, I remember when it came out. I was excited. Like it was just kind of interesting or new at the time, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, didn't really hold up for me. Yeah. Anyways, back to Brutus. What's your favorite tracks? Oh man, um, I'll have to pull up the track list. Um, let's see. What's While your you're What's yours? I, I was gonna say. So I, at first, I was like, I don't know. Like, I remember liking the singles that came out on this. It was like the Liar song, that Victoria song, and I think there was another one that they released. But I was like, damn, these are great. And then I put the album on, and that first track, I was like, man, why they got to do this? It's like because it's like a really long. It's like a good, like, minute or two of just, like, singing and, like, guitar. Like, not a whole lot going on. I'm just like, fuck, man. I hate when albums do this. Right. It's, yeah, it's just like, it just sets the just sets a weird tone. And then I was like, fuck, did they go, like, super soft and, like, just change? And, like, the only songs that they released are, like, the more rocking ones. And I was, like, kind of bummed. But then it kicks in and it, and it, and it kicks into gear. And, and it's not like that, the album, at all. Like, yeah. there's parts of it that are like that, but it's, it's few and far between. But, uh, yeah, it opened up and I was like, man, I hope this album isn't like this the whole way through. But but it wasn't, so it was good. I think um there's like there's like three songs that I really like. That Victoria song was one of the first ones they released and I was like, This is good. Is that the one about it's like teenage problems yes, or something? Teenage yeah. song or something like that. Yeah, that one's uh, catchy when she like it is. Yeah. She does that falsetto does that thing. and she does that uh yeah. yeah it's so good. <laughs> and at first I was like, I don't like this, but now it's like fuck, that's so good. Like the way that she like hits those notes. And that's one of those songs because she's actually going at it on the drums and stuff. I'm like, I I would like to see this live to see her because she sounds like this, the type of person that would like really get fucking into it when she's singing too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you kind of have to have like that emotion behind it. Yep. And yeah, it'd be interesting to see how, how that plays out live. But yeah, she, she hits that note and it's like, she goes like higher. It's like, yeah, or something like that. And I'm like, yeah. fuck, that's so <laughs> good. It's such like a good, like songwriting thing. Like it was just like, she could have easily just held out that same note or, you know what I mean? Done something easy and just reply, like settled on that. And the notes that she picked for that is just like fucking so good. Yeah. That's a, that's an interesting vocal element. I feel like that, um, Mm -hmm. is, I I think it's really appealing, but a lot of times it gets overused. It's like, um, uh, what's her face from Paramore? Uh, no. Um, uh, the cranberries, like uh, uh, almost like a, it's like a yodeling kind of that. Mm-hmm. Like when you, yeah, it sounds very Scandinavian or like something like that. Yeah, and but she did it, you know, constantly throughout their mm-hmm. songs. And this one is like very, very controlled and very, you know, uh, yeah, uh, whatever. I feel like it's used well, not overdone. Yeah, no, and, I agree. Yeah, anyway, it's cool. Yeah, it's funny because at first I was like, I don't know if I like this, but the more I listen to that song, the more like it becomes my favorite song. Because I remember like th- there was that and that liar song were like released kind of similarly, like close together. Yeah, I like that liar song a lot more at first. I was like, fuck yeah. But now the more I listen to this album, I'm like fuck that Victoria song is so goddamn good. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. I think I liked. I think Brave is the other one that. Um, 
Yeah, there's a couple tracks towards the end that are really good too. Yeah. But I don't I don't remember. Straight up. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's all Storm. Storm maybe. That might be one of them. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um but, but yeah, yeah, I think I think Victoria is probably the highlight for me as well. I would uh I recommend this album. This is this is gunning to be favorite of the year, if not top two for sure. For sure. Yeah. It also hit that sweet spot of like release date. Like I feel like September, October, if you want to be favorite album of the year, that's that's when you gotta release an album. Right. <laughs> did did they take favorite of the year on Nest? Ooh, that's a good question. I th- I know they were mentioned. I don't know if they were favorite that year. I think they were up against like Turnstile. Like there was there was a big year that year. Yeah. And they were still kind of new. Like, you know what I mean? Yep. Like in our eyes at least. So how do you feel about uh Turnstile getting like a few was it Grammy nominations? Yeah, it's fucking oh, really? crazy. Yeah. Yeah. They got like best rock performance, which I think is just like song, like best rock song or metal song or I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's in the rock category. Cool. Um and then there's one for metal. Maybe it was album, metal yeah. album, which is fucking. The Grammys are so outdated with their genres; it's ridiculous. Oh, and it's just uh, I I watched um, that Fantano guy um, go through, and because I'd never pay attention to the Grammys, and mm-hmm. uh, just the stuff that actually gets nominated is so just dumb and predictable. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, and it'll be like a couple. I mean, everybody you expect, like Adele, Beyonce, and then it's like ABBA or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's such a weird mixture. It's like it's like even worse, like pay-to-play type of shit than the Oscars or any of that stuff. It's like right. total. Yeah, they got three Grammy nominations. They have uh, yeah. one for Best Rock Performance for Holiday, Best Rock Song for Blackout, and Best Metal Performance for Blackout. <laughs> yeah, it'd be, it'd be cool to see them get one just just because but yeah yeah why not yeah i heard i haven't seen it but i heard about I that seen it either uh, crazy. dj mike attack was <laughs> talking about that on i used one of their songs on a recent instagram post <laughs> oh, really? and he yeah, mentioned it, that they're on a taco bell commercial he's like isn't it crazy how this band's blowing up and it really is yeah, like yeah. uh well me and matt just saw him in vegas and uh just from seeing them in Salt Lake like six months ago, it's like a totally different atmosphere. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, man. Good for them. Good I just for hope them. it doesn't fuck with their next album. That's my only, uh, thing. I yep. just hope they keep doing what they do. Yeah. yeah. It's not even that. It's just like, just do what's natural. Like, you know what I mean? Like, cause every one of their albums is a pretty like solid progression. Like when you look at them, you know what I mean? Like glow on did not surprise me compared to time and space you know what i mean time and space was a little bit out there compared to what was the one before that um non-stop feeling yeah but uh it still was like i mean even non-stop feelings got weird fucking parts in it you know what i mean so yeah yeah i always uh describe them as like um they remind me of like um like some of the older hardcore bands like not, yeah, it's not like youth crew shit yeah youth crew but then like uh, like Rage Against the Machine and 311, and people are like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> because... I still don't get that. I still don't get the 311 reference. Uh, there's, there's just a few songs where it kind of sounds like, like, uh, I don't know. It reminds me of 311. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's been said a lot. I just don't get it. Yeah, I'll have to but, pick out yeah. some specific songs and send them. Yeah, I need, I need references. 
Yeah. yeah, it's definitely not in every song, but it's something about the the way he sings some of the choruses or something that just kind of similar. Gotcha. But I hate three eleven. Yeah, maybe so. that's the thing because like I I attribute three so much of three eleven is either new metal like rapping yeah. or or like their weird fucking super chill like, type of shit. Right. There, there's stuff like that. Like that's three eleven to me. But there, so like there's something similar listen, like, to, to that. The, the, the vocal style I don't really listen to a lot, yeah. I guess. Maybe I just don't give a shit about 311 enough to pick that out. Yeah. Do you not get like the the new metal rapping? Doesn't does that not remind you of like some of the youth crew, like older hardcore stuff? Like oh, just yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That's the what rhythm. I mean. and that's, but that's I put that more in that bucket than yeah. like the new metal bucket, just because it's like they were. I mean, new metal and that old youth crew stuff was they were both kind of influenced by hip hop, you know what I mean? By that sure. early hip hop shit. So, yeah, I mean, one a little more obviously than the other, but it's still there. You know what I mean? Especially like that old New York hardcore shit. That was very much like that, you know, like gorilla biscuits and fucking youth of today and all that type of shit. Yep. But, uh, yeah. I was heard like James addiction. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I said James too. addiction much more. Yeah. That's another one. Yeah, because he like his vocals like singing is much more to me like that. So, yep. All right, yeah. Unison Life is fucking stellar. Hell yeah! Pick it up. Listen to him, Matt. <laughs> Those girl singers. You know how I feel about that. <laughs> we do know how you feel about that. <laughs> sure about it. The only one place. Uh, shit. Stage. <laughs> 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 Uh, we keep wondering why our podcast doesn't get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, keep it down at all times. <laughs> Just when we're reaching for those stars, I pull us back down. Yeah. I was like, hey, Matt, we're going to get the sponsor. And Matt's like, hey, I hate women. <laughs> Make me a sandwich. <laughs> they cool with me hating on uh, minorities. <laughs> uh, Matt doesn't really hate minorities. Uh, He's just an asshole. No, never. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! All right, I don't. I actually we just did our roundup, and I don't have a whole lot that I've been watching lately. So uh, I've been watching hockey, and uh, but I have watched one thing called The Peripheral. It's on Amazon. It's not over yet, so uh, I'll probably talk about it more in depth when that ends. Um, sci-fi kind of future time travel-y type of, but not time travel in like a like Back to the Future way, more of like a video game way. It's weird. Yeah, so it's like called... a Ready Player One Matrix kind of thing. I was just going to say, it's got a little bit of Ready Player One vibe, but without all the fucking fan service bullshit. Yeah. You know, it's more like a realistic way of doing it. I don't know. More like, um, like not SimCity, what's the, the Sims or something. You know, it's more mm-hmm. like that. Like you have like these avatars that are humans and stuff and, okay. and you do shit like that. But um, it's really fucking good. It's got Chloe Grace Moretz in it as the lead. Um a couple other people that I've like kind of recognized, but not really, not anything to like, like, Oh yeah, it's that guy or this guy or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. she's the only name that I would be like, yeah, I like her and stuff for the other people. I'm like, Oh, I've seen that face before, but uh, yeah, I guess it's based on a book. Um, I think it's also called the peripheral, not sure. Or a short story or something like that. Um, uh, what's his name? Christopher Nolan's brother, Jonathan Nolan is producer on this. I think he was pretty instrumental in getting it made and doing all that. It does have a bit of a Westworld vibe to it, like that type of sci-fi, you know what I mean, where it's like 
And I guess it even has like a Westworld vibe just because of the, you know, but instead of robots, it's Avatar type of shit. But uh, it does kind of fit in with that, especially like that first season of, of Westworld where it's kind of like a thriller. There's kind of some weird shit going on. And, um, but I uh, highly recommend it. It's really fucking, it's fun. It's good. I think it's got like three or four episodes left before it ends. So probably doing like a weekly release. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah I can't it. wait for it. I can't. Yeah, I think uh, there's an episode that came out on. I think they come out on Fridays. I think one, the one that just came out, I haven't watched yet. So I think there's like two or three left that I now I'm debating if I want to like just wait or if I want to do them week to week. I hate that. Mm-hmm. I think I might binge it, and like do it in two parts. Just wait till they're all released in a couple weeks. It is good. I could see you liking it. It's got like video game elements. It's got, like I said, some time travel y sci fi type of shit. The weapon stuff is cool. They do this thing where the there's a group of dudes that were in the Marines and they have like this tech that links them together. Like they were part of like some experimental fucking experiment. Experimental experiment. And uh, so, like, they made, like, this group, and they linked them together through, like, haptic stuff. I don't know. They could, like, link each other's, like, brains. So, like, when they're fighting in the in the field, like, during wars, they all, like, think as one uh, okay. instead of, instead of like, being unpredictable and being, like, I want to shoot this guy. Or, like, yeah, kind of, it becomes, like, like, more like a pack. You know what I mean? Yeah, they don't, like, call out what they're going to do. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of interesting. Like that thing that, and it, it all, it, the pacing's really good. Like it all unfolds in a, in an interesting way. And it, like I said, it builds tension and all that. So yeah. I recommend it. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. They do a little bit of that. Oh, really? the first couple episodes. Yeah. Not call of duty, but something maybe it is. I don't know. I haven't played call of duty in fucking like 15 years. So Have you guys ever read or I guess seen Ender's game. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, if it's been a while, but <laughs> it's been a while. Um, been a while. Isn't the premise basically that you like you're more or less playing a game, but it's you're controlling. Um, I don't know if it's. It'd be like you're playing Call of Duty, but it's actual, but it's real world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think that's how yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where the kids are told they're just playing a game, but it's actually really like shooting things. Yeah. And, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like big twist that kids don't know about that or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this this they know. Well, at first they don't know what they're getting into because it's like this weird future tech type of shit that gets sent back in time. But then they 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 learn and you learn as it goes, like what the ramifications are and what's going on and stuff like that. But yeah, that, it's not like it's a it's a huge secret that just they don't know as much as you don't know. Like and it it unfolds in real time or whatever. As you, they you know you're kind of along the ride for that. Right. So kind of similar, but yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Did you hear about that uh, uh, VR headset some guy made where you can die? Like when you're playing it, if you die in the game, you die in real life. <laughs> what? I, I saw, a, I saw a, a spear in your head or something. <laughs> I saw a meme or something about Meta, Meta um, that said, like, I mean, it's Zuckerberg, and it's like, if you die in VR, you die in real life or something. But Fucking I, I didn't know the context, so that makes sense, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, like, how does it how does it kill you it? yeah yeah i mean i guess it could it has some sort of bullet or something yeah. <laughs> just shoot your ass in the head or something well there's also the like the uh 
But isn't there some like if if it's immersive enough or if it like if you're so detached or so oh, whatever gotcha. that like your body like if you die your body like your uh whatever like you're so connected it fucks with your brain to yeah. think that you're actually dead like your heart actually stops or something or gotcha. you actually start hemorrhaging or something <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, i'm sure that that could happen i i would feel like that would be like a a long-term problem like that's not going to happen like day two of you doing that like you know what i mean but yeah like, if you're immersed enough in it like 24 7 yeah for a while and that is your life you know what i mean yeah like if you're just like a comatose guy basically yeah with a headset on from like as soon as you wake up creepy that is i was thinking that same thing i was like that's fucking creepy to think about yeah this is uh Apparently, the device is connected to three explosive charge modules that are tied Jesus to a Christ. narrow band photo sensor and can detect when the screen flashes red. That's when they blow up. When they blow or some shit. That's so fucking ridiculous. Like, how easy is that to exploit? Yeah. That you could just, like, flash that shit on. Like, you can get hacked. That's, oh man, that's just. I know it's probably just, like, not fiction, but it's probably just, like, a, a theorized thing. Yeah. yeah. And says, when an appropriate game over screen is displayed, the, ch- the charges fire, instantly destroying the brain of the user. <laughs> yeah, that, I feel like that's... that's... some saw shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wanna play a game? Yeah. How's <laughs> that, uh, that movie? Uh, it's like a meme, the guy's head blown up with a shotgun behind it. It's, it's like a Cronenberg movie. Have you seen that meme going around? It's an old meme with the guy's head blown up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. They use it for, like, the mind-blown yeah. gift or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how explosive those charges are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, like, a collar, I think, wasn't it? Something like that? Yeah. Oh, you, yeah, you might be right. You better play that game in a bathtub to save your parents. <laughs> <laughs> make the queen a little easier. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he's just trolling. Like I think so, yeah. too. Like, I feel like that's just, like, a, uh, look at me, I'm fucking edgy. Yeah. <laughs> That's the whole right, Matt, the whole point. What's your pick? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go. I've only seen one episode so far. There's Uh-oh. only two episodes out right now. Oh. Uh, the new Chippendales show on Hulu. Welcome Ooh. to Chippendales. You would pick that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so hot, so sexy. <laughs> Hates women. Loves guys dancing. I want to show about a club of men. <laughs> Even <though> it's women. <laughs> I just want to look at beefy dudes. Yeah. It's pretty funny like, right. how they like pick and like pick and choose their guys. They just went to, like Venice Beach. They're like, hey, you want to dance? You want, you want to go to this club? You want a part-time job? I mean, that's it's not that bad. I mean, you could teach at least probably most people to dance if you give them enough practice. You know what I mean? Yeah. If they have, if their mind is set to do it, I think you can teach people to dance. Like yeah. as long as you can like get past the mental capacity of like looking silly. You know what I mean? Yeah, they have seen that like where they. What's the actress name? Kamal Nanjiani? Is that how you say his name? From, uh, yeah, Kamal. I think it's Kamal Nanjiani, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, who's the guy from Silicon Valley? Mm-hmm. Is that the big sick? Yep. He's like the star of the show. He, uh, ah, okay. He, I guess he was, uh, he owned like a gas station at first in the beginning of the episode, but he's getting sick of that. He saved up enough money. He wants to start a, a VIP backgammon club in downtown LA. <laughs> He's like, this is gonna make fucking millions. Like, there's like over three million Americans that love backgammon. It's like like an untapped resource. No one's ever thought about. (laughs) He opens it up, and of course, like two people show up to play backgammon. 
So he's like going down. He's like trying to make that location work. He's like trying to like brainstorm different ideas. Like let's make it mud wrestling night. Let's do oyster eating contests. Like you just can't mm-hmm. think of like a gimmick or anything. That's funny. So like he eventually goes to like a just like a gay bar with uh, what's the actor's name? Dan Stevens. He's in it for a minute. I don't think I know who that is, but... So we're actually going the guest. He's like that military guy, goes to visit a family. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He's like this uh, L.A. nightclub promoter guy. He mm-hmm. kind of sells him up the river a little bit. Like, I know all these connections. I can bring in all these people. Blah, blah, blah. But that doesn't work out. So like, Kamal's just like constantly trying to like make something work for that club. And they go to like a gay club. And he sees like a bunch of gay guys. Who's dancers? They're just up there like in the rafters doing his like catwalk dances and shit. And like uh, he gets like a lightning bolt. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm gonna do a nightclub or a strip club for a whip. I go all there. And like they slowly start doing that. But, like it kind of starts shitty at first. Like they doesn't really have like a plan. And then like the girl, like the girls are all sitting around like in this like big round table. Kind of nightclub thing, and the guys are like in this big set of dance floor thing. But they all just like go out and start fucking doing whatever, like, there's no rhyme or reason to it at all. <laughs> and he gets in like this uh, two time Emmy winning choreographer, uh, choreographer guy, and he like sets up choreographer, the choreographer, yeah. And sets up like dance moves for the guys. And that's a whole first episode, really. There's like a little twist at the end. I don't want to give it away. How many minutes into the first episode before you got a boner? Well, the Chippendale guys didn't really start showing up until like two thirds of the way, so you know I was blue balling for a while. I was like, "This is fucking dumb." <laughs> get nothing here. All right, <clears throat> might check it out. Really this, 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 this will never not remind me of the SNL clip with yeah. Chris Farley and Patrick <laughs> Swayze. Yeah, that's how it is before they do the uh, choreographed moves. Is Chris Farley doing his dance, and then that's so funny. <laughs> once they get the shit together, then it's Patrick Swayze. All right. <laughs> That's hilarious. Did you watch this with Jen? Yeah, we watched the first episode. All right. There's only two out. I think the next one, I think it's like every Tuesday, I believe. So the third episode would be this Tuesday. Is it a Hulu original, I guess, then? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. It's a, it's a miniseries, too, so I think it's only going to be eight episodes. Good. I wish like, more things would just be like miniseries yeah. or, you know, it's like we got fucking 16 episodes and we're done. Mm-hmm. They're under an hour each, like. 45 minute episodes kind of thing. Mm, cool. It's really good. Kind of, it gave me like uh, Glow vibes. Be like the show Glow on Netflix. I could actually see that because it's 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 less about the yeah, and it's less about the subject matter, more about just like the the starting of something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's All right, might have to watch it. Is it is it uh like a biopic kind of thing or yeah, it's based on like the, the actual Chippendales? Yeah, it's based on the actual guy who started it, I think, but I guess okay. it's based on the book called Deadly Dance, The Chippendale Murders. Oh. Ooh. Uh, uh, Plot thickens. Yeah. Like a little twist at the end of the first episode. Welcome to Chippendales. Here's a knife in your back. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, when we were watching Jen's, like, I know this fucking story because she watches all those, like, true crime documentaries and podcasts and shit. She's like, I heard about these Chippendale Murders. <laughs> I didn't know it was a thing. So it was a nice yeah, little twist for me. Nice. Thanks for ruining it. <laughs> Spoiler! <laughs> Based on a book that's old, so, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get this fucking list started. All right, Chase, you're up first. Favorite 
fictional politician. All right. My first pick is President Camacho. Oh, from that was wonderful. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie yet. Oh, what? I never keep seen hearing it? about it ever since Trump got fucking elected president. It's like you gotta watch this fucking movie. I have I have this on DVD. I'm pretty sure I got it at like Blockbuster at you know one of their when you you know you could buy like five dollar bins. No, no, it w- it wasn't that good of a deal. It was like buy one get one half off or something. And and I'm pretty sure I just saw the is uh Luke Wilson I believe is on the cover and I just thought like I hadn't heard anything of it but um it was around that same time where I was really kind of um getting into politics like the kind of Ron Paul uh bid for president I think it came out in 2004 or yeah, 5 or 6 6, six? Yeah. and what was his run was like 2008 or something. So anyway, um, I was kind of interested in politics anyway, and I watched that and it, it, uh, yeah, I feel like it really landed, but it was kind of a dud, I think back then it was. And, um, but yeah, I used to watch it quite a bit. And then, yeah, the, with Trump's presidency, I think there was a lot of comparisons drawn where people are like, we're living in, you know, actual idiocracy. <laughs> And, yeah. <laughs> and I do think like, I don't want to, I don't want to do Camacho like that, but I think there's maybe some similarities just in the caricature kind of version, but mm-hmm. I actually think, so his background is, what was he, a professional wrestler and I think a porn star and he like comes out like his, uh, state of the union address. Um, he's just. <laughs> I I haven't watched it recently, so I can't remember, but I remember him just being like, I know shit's bad right now. You know, he's just like, <laughs> like super raw and you know, he's, but he's like sympathetic and, and then people are like, that's what you said last term. And he pulls out a machine gun and starts yeah. just shooting it in the air. He's like, shut up. <laughs> um, but I, I feel like he's actually like, um, like he, I think he loves the the country and wants to do good stuff and i feel like he's a good guy everybody's yeah, just really dumb yeah i think it wasn't his fault that they got to that place he was just there mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's not like he was the one that turned everybody into a goddamn idiot yeah he yeah. was just swooping up and and taking advantage of the situation yeah but uh yeah, yeah as far as the trump parallels go i think you got to give one to camacho because at least he took other people's advice and was reliant on other people's expertise. Like if there was a smarter person around, he was like, Hey, you're smarter than me. Let's utilize that. Yeah. Yeah. He would sit where, down and listen. Yeah. Where that did not happen with Trump at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but his, his full name is president Dwayne Elizondo Mountain Dew Camacho. That's Mountain right. Dew. Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored by Mountain Dew. I think. Yeah. yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. And it's played by, played by Terry Crews. Yep. Who's, Early in Terry, Terry Crews's like career too, right. well, maybe not career, but like early in like his. It was before he was Terry Crews. Yeah, that way. yeah, for sure. Man, Idiocracy was such a good movie that I fucking hated it because it was like it was so hard to watch because it was just. I remember when that came out, and so it was Mike Judge. He's like, "Oh, abusing butthead, Office Space, Office Space was great." It's like I'm gonna fucking love this movie. 
and I watch it, I'm just like so annoyed by how stupid people are, and also <laughs> just because I see the parallels of how stupid people yeah. are getting. <laughs> and it was just it. like, I just remember watching him, just like, oh man, like this isn't too far off. <laughs> like, like it was like one of these things. Was like I could see this becoming, like I could see America becoming this in 40 years, like if we just keep down this dumbass path that we're on. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about but, uh, that don't look up movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's actually kind of irritating a little bit. Yeah. I think the difference was like how they handled it. Idiocracy was a little bit like it's tonally they're different, but I, I see, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you have to, and I think it's same thing with idiocracy. You have to like look at it with a different perspective. Otherwise it is frustrating to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think that's why it wasn't received well, that it was just uncomfortable or do you think that, um, there was something else? I don't know. It's 2006. So we're in post nine 11. We're second term of Bush. I think that there's, that was, I mean, the divide and politically started, I think back with Newt Gingrich in the nineties, but it was like a further divide. Like it just kept getting worse and worse. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that might've played into it. I think it was just kind of silly. And I think that that is part of it. I think that, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to really place a, like a finger on it, but. I'm trying to think of like what other movies like comedy. I think comedy wise, it was like a different tone than what was popular at the time too. Cause that was, let's see, 2006. Was that like the, that was like the frat boy kind of comedy shit, right? Like that was like, was I mean, that like some uh, of it, like but there was crashers some... or like, was it like around that time? Like I'm trying to place it like, yeah, I think, I think you're, you're probably right. Like Anchorman. Yeah. Uh, but Anchorman was, you know, that was... Not frat boy, but you know what I mean? It yeah. was just kind of like... But I feel like this was kind of poking fun at that. And that's what I was kind of getting at. Like, that type of humor, this was kind of like showing you how stupid that could be. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I just... I kind of wonder about that. Like, um... I don't I don't even know how to articulate what I'm thinking. But, like, how some things um, just miss at the time. Like... Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it, it almost reminds it's me of time. like it's ahead of its yeah, time. Okay. Yeah, but you I and I appreciated it then. So are, true, like, true. And same thing with like, uh, well, I think yeah, I, I think I know where you're going. I think it's kind of similar to Office Space too, because Office Space kind of bombed as well, right? Until it was like it's like the, these cult movies, you know what I mean? It's super, like they're super, good. Super. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're good, but you need like it's not the norm, so you need to be like kind of talked into it. Like it needs that word of mouth, or you know what I mean? Like it's not like the the knee slapper right off the bat. Like I'm not saying it's like super smart, but there's more to it than just like one liner. It's not fucking two broke girls where it's just one liner after one liner of stupid filler jokes. Yeah. Like there's a little bit more to it. It's like commentary. It's almost like horror movies and the same thing. Like, I think that's the difference. Like, I think people that watch horror movies and just like, I don't like being scared. Like, but it's not about that. Usually there's more to a horror movie. You know what I mean? It's like got some sort of commentary. There's layers to it. And I think that's kind of the same thing with office space. It's like taking like a, a more introspective look at certain things and being like, yeah, this is fucking silly and stupid and kind of funny, but underneath it, like, this is kind of sad. Oh, yeah. You know what I, mean? I mean, I think and office I, space is really uncomfortable for a lot of yeah, people. And, exactly. And I think that's part of the thing. I think maybe that's what it is. Maybe it like hits too close to home right. for the audience that kind of does it. You know what I mean? Like, and you kind of need that cynical take look at it, you know what I mean? To make it hit. Yeah. And maybe younger, maybe the younger people are like that. You know what I mean? Where like, like take office space like it's a movie about office workers which are you know generally what people in their 30s late 20s to 40s you know what i mean so those people are going to be like 
that's not even though it's made about them it's not for them it's for that younger generation that probably wouldn't want to watch a movie called office space when they're fucking 17 even though the humor kind of is good because and then when they get in the workforce and they see how fucking silly and stupid shit that is they're like yeah then that movie makes sense to them you know what i mean that's i don't know it's this weird like chicken or the egg thing like do you need that experience to appreciate what that is like why that's funny you know what i mean i don't know it's weird yeah Hmm. yeah well deep thoughts uh, (laughs) yeah (laughs) um i I always i mean i find it um kind of impressive i think like i think uh well i think even beavis and butthead were you know they're it's stupid but same with like the simpsons and stuff like you have these or south park like you are uh making a commentary on real social issues in a silly mm-hmm. way. Yeah. And so I think that you can maybe the difference between like these movies is that, you know, it's not a cartoon and mm-hmm. and so you have to actually be maybe a little bit introspective when you're watching them, even though yeah. it is funny and silly. Um like I think that you can watch some of those other things and just enjoy the comedy without, you know, diving mm-hmm. into the the deeper meaning of it all. But Yeah. Yeah, but I, uh, you know, I, I appreciate him for, for making those for sure. <laughs> and I think that it's um, kind of shaped um, a lot of the comedies that came later, like the series type stuff, like, well, both Office, The Office and like Parks and Rec, both kind mm-hmm. of, I feel like reference both yeah, of these totally. movies in a way. Mm hmm. Yeah, and I think that's really what it is. I think it's just like, it was out of sync with the comedy of the time. You know what right. I mean? It just didn't resonate. And, you know, sometimes that happens. It takes a little takes a little while for it to go. Because, I mean, it's even different than Office Space. Because I think, like, to me, that was my pull-in was like, I liked Office Space, so I'm going to watch Idiocracy because Mike Judge made it. Right. And uh, so it was like, all right. But even that, it was different. You know what I mean? It was a, a, Tonally, it was a little different. So... Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Sure. All right. Anyways, anyways, uh, Matt, you should watch it. It's hilarious. Yeah, it, it is good. It's on streaming right now. I think it was on HBO not too long ago, but gone. I can send you my DVD if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Big old Netflix. You said it to me. Yeah. Right. Rank flicks. Yeah. All right. Oh, I'm up. I was gonna say, Matt, you're up, but you're not. We should. Uh, I would probably get busted. Well, maybe not with such a small audience, but we should uh, do like a Plex server. It's like like 99 cents for for listeners to be able to watch whatever shit we're talking about each week. I I had a Plex server and set it up for Matt and Sean and neither of the assholes like watched anything on it. So I was like, I'm not having my computer hooked up all the time anymore. (laughs) That's how I have a buddy that has ours and I got, I think I got Matt and Austin uh access and neither of them used it so yeah fuck those so guys like, this, isn't, this isn't worth the power yeah we have that. a shared google thing i use that a decent amount every now and again but yeah i agree yeah. all right all right next all right i'm going to go with uh the first two that came to mind were camacho and the second actually i think camacho was second but the first one that came to mind was uh frank underwood oh yeah and 
Yeah, and and I guess like just House of Cards in general, because mm-hmm. I would even lump uh, Claire Underwood into the same thing, because um, she eventually takes over for him and all that shit. And yeah, man, it really sucks about Kevin Spacey being a real fucking. I know he's fucking ruined that damn show. It's all this shit going. Think about us, Kevin Spacey. Why you gotta be a fucking creep ass <laughs> loser? Who's trial to One more season. Come on, Dick Nugget. Come on, man. Why you gotta be like that? It sucks too because Kevin Spacey is like he's in so many fucking movies that I love and I love his performances and then that comes out and I'm just like fucking shit man why why you got to do this why you got to be an ass I got to watch these movies in the closet can't let people know I still like these yeah. and it sucks because I do still like I, I I'm one of those that like can separate the artist from the art yeah same here. for sure but, you have to be able but to at the, but at the same time there's still it's still there in the back of my head and and I feel like going forward that's hard to do like I think the nostalgia part of like that emotional connection to those older stuff. But if Kevin Spacey were to make a movie now, I'd be like, I don't want to see that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because yeah. of, it's like, a, there's like a break. It's like, but yeah, I don't know. Drug Church has a has an interesting song about this type of thing, about like throwing away, I forget what the line is, like you, you can't throw away the things that you love or something like that. Yeah. But uh, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, regardless of Kevin Spacey being an ass, uh, he was so fucking good as Frank Underwood in this mm-hmm. goddamn show. Holy fuck. House of Cards was stellar for the good three to four years. And... It, was, it was like eight or Netflix is like number one show, too. It was like yeah. House and the House of Dragons. They were fucking, uh, that was their House of Cards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Did you ever watch but, that last season? Nah, I never watched any of the seasons, though. What? Oh, wait, of House of Cards. Oh, yeah. I was like, how do you Game pick Frank Underwood? I don't watch any of these fucking shows, man. I'm just going off the internet. <laughs> you seem like a good guy. <laughs> I get all my uh, information on TV shows from Reddit. So yeah. I'm Reddit just regurgitating. Tells me like. Just regurgitating everything I read on there. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I did. I, I, I was one of the few that I think stuck to it to the end. Um, it sucked for a little bit. Not the last season. The season before the last season was pretty shit that i think that was the one where there was like they weren't sure how like i think it happened and they weren't sure how to deal with it like yeah, mid-season yeah, like yeah. you know what i mean and then the last season it the only, my only gripe with it is it felt rushed like i think that it had a good story arc but they crammed like probably like a full like eight or ten episodes into like it was really short it was like four or six or something like that oh, really? like full just to wrap it up and I felt like it was just like like they had another two or three seasons worth of shit that they wanted to do, and then because of the Kevin Spacey shit, they were like, "Fuck it, let's just yeah. boil this down to the least common denominator and and roll with it." And and that sucked, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I always thought about giving it a shot that last season. I just keep hearing things like that. Like, yeah, I'm like, oh. yeah, it wasn't it wasn't great, but I don't regret watching it. Let's put it that way. You yeah. know what I mean? It just sucks because it's like one of those like, man, it could have been so much better. You yeah. know what I mean? That show could have gone for like another few seasons. Of, uh, kind of oh, for sure. Yeah, and especially and the thing I think what sucks, what sucked most about it for me is that Robin Wright, like from the get go, like I almost think I admired what she was doing in that role yeah. more than what Kevin Spacey was doing. Like she was such a fucking powerhouse in that show, yeah. and, and it was just yeah, like it was just fucking diabolical and and everything. And and then so I I think that's what sucks is that she had the potential to do so much with that character, like mm-hmm. that they could have done with that character. But I think that that show was just never going to like Sorry, get back to that. You know what I mean? It just with, with the, with all the Kevin Spacey shit going on, it was just never going to reach that, 
level again. So it just kind of like fizzled out and they just kind of left it where it was. But yeah, regardless that, that dry, that whole fucking show was great. Even despite the, the shittiness of the last couple seasons. Never saw it. Really? It's crazy. <clears throat> yeah. I, I knew he was a creep. <laughs> first day like, that I'm, I'm not watching this shit. <laughs> never watched American Beauty. Never yeah, yeah that's the thing. American Beauty. American Beauty is still one of my favorite movies. Ugh. I yeah. recently watched uh, Seven for the first time in like 15 years, it felt like. I was like, I don't remember half of this fucking movie. Yeah, that movie's crazy. crazy. I watched that like a, I watched it a couple years ago, and it, it was crazy to me to see like. Like, I was watching it, I was like, when was this movie set? Like, because it feels like it was set in, like, the 70s or something. It was like, no, it was, like, supposed to be set in, like, modern time, like, yeah. 90s or whatever it was. But it was, like, right before, I think it was made, like, right before the switch of, like, the internet and computers became, like, commonplace everywhere. Because, like, you see all the, like, cop desks, and they're just, like, desks. Like, there's nothing on it but, like, paper and, like, fucking pencils and shit. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, this is so fucking weird looking. Or they have, like, computers in, like, the 80s and shit. Yeah. And there's, like, one computer in the room. It's not, like, on right. every desk. It's mm-hmm. like, this is crazy. It, it feels so ancient, but it was, like, 98 or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So that department had no fun. Yeah. Well, it was in the shit factory. Yeah, right. It's just crazy to think about that. Like, it wasn't, I mean, now it was a good, you know, 20, 30 years ago. But still, it wasn't that long ago. You know nah. what I mean? Computers were out there. We had computers in my fucking elementary school. Yeah. Back yeah, but, the, but that's the thing. They weren't used, like, in, like, the police department. Yeah, you know, they, they, they were used to play to Oregon it. Trail. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and to print a really long banner that said "Happy Birthday" on the right. dot matrix printer. <laughs> yeah. Happy Birthday, Jill. <laughs> like happy retirement party. Yeah. Uh, I kind of want one of those. Those things were awesome. You can make just a long ass fucking picture. Yeah, those, those are white as shit. They're white. They're white. What? White ass mean? <laughs> and they always had that uh like the perforated border with yep. the, like was that for feeding or i think so yeah they had like little teeth on the uh, side <laughs> to feed the paper through gotta love it yeah all right who's up matt back back let's see all right i'm gonna go the first one i thought of was President Screw in Spaceballs. Mm. Oh, nice. That's on my list. Book show. That's the same number as my lunch. <laughs> what kind of idiot would have that as a password? <laughs> uh, every time I like, think about this movie or talk about it, I want to instantly rewatch it. It's been so yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to get Jen to watch it. She's not a big uh, comedy fan. She's like, just a comedy star. So we're going to watch dumb comments. This is not that dumb. I think you might like it. <laughs> it's not that dumb. It's not that dumb. Yeah, I remember watching that movie before I'd even seen uh, Star Wars. <laughs> I was the same way. I watched Spaceballs before I saw fun. Star yeah. Wars. <laughs> I for sure saw it before Star Wars, and I still like it more than Star Wars. Yeah, I don't yeah. know, but I think it's on par with me, but yeah, it's funny. But she was, that's what her thing was. was. like, do I have to watch Star Wars to get these jokes? Like, I don't think so. The funny thing is, I think even less so now because like Star Wars is so ingrained in just like pop culture that yeah. you can get so many of those jokes without knowing any of it. Yeah, you can yeah. get by. Like everybody knows who the fuck Darth Vader is. It's like Superman, or you know what I mean. Like everyone just just aware of that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless the wall, you can't talk me on this wall. Oh man, Elbrus is one of the best. I'm surprised he's still fucking alive. I know, me too. He's he's gonna kick it. He's got to be. 
I just watched the comedians in cars getting coffee with Mel Brooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, like, it, <laughs> it felt like I was at my grandparents' house, you know? Oh yeah, like totally. <laughs> not at all what I really expected. It was just like a normal living room, and they have like uh-huh. dinner trays, and they're eating sandwiches, yeah. and, <laughs> and and his humor is still like really dry and <laughs> yeah the only difference is there's like an oscar up on the man yeah exactly <laughs> but it feels like a really normal house and yeah, yeah they even ate like normal ass food yep like, not that they shouldn't but you know it's just kind of funny like, yeah to see it in that context like they're just a normal 88 year old dude right like when they go to carl reiner's house like that was so good yeah oh man i love like just getting that peek into their everyday life that was so interesting yep did you ever watch the documentary he was in with him? That uh, it'd be a good day if you're not in the obituary. No, that sounds awesome. It's, a it's just them two it's, hanging out pretty much. That's great. I need to watch that. Yeah, I feel like a few years ago. It's called like something, something about the obit. Carl Reiner died, didn't he? Yeah, he died. Okay. Yeah. That must have been a sad day for Mel Brooks. Yeah, so, yeah they're like, like buddy buddies in that documentary. Yeah, they saw each other like every day. Yeah. Like, that was like their routine. Was Mel Brooks would drive over and they'd eat dinner together. Mm. I'll have to give that a watch. What's it called? A good day if you're not in the obituary? Something like that. I'm trying to look it up. Let's see. Add it to the Plex. <laughs> Plex it up, bro. <laughs> Well, yeah. Uh, Spaceballs is great. Yeah, yeah, I feel like unless we're, I mean, it's Spaceballs. It's a parody of Star Wars. If you haven't seen it by now, go see it. Uh, let's see. My next pick, I'm going to go with probably the best speech in any movie. I think I know where you're going. <laughs> it was uh, spoken by President Whitmore in the Penn State. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the only thing he's good for in the movie. <laughs> uh, shit. You know, he's retired Air Force pilot for the Today marks our Independence Day. That, man, I, that speech is very uh, motivational. Every time I hear yeah. it, I'm like, goddamn, how did they fucking pull this off in a shitty fucking alien invasion movie? <laughs> Part of me thinks they hired some fucking, like, an actual speechwriter. <laughs> or, <laughs> or they stole, like, part of another speech and just fucking yeah, changed it. And, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sure. Because it does feel like a like a political, like a, an actual statement. Yeah. I remember when, uh, when Pacific Rim came out, mm-hmm. uh, there's a scene where Aegis Elbra, like, gives his, like, big motivational speech. I was like, oh, this might fucking rival Independence Day. But then it lasts for like two seconds. Like, this is the worst fucking speech ever. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much the same thing. Go get him, boys. That's all. <laughs> they do all that. Like, I don't even remember that. That's how, like, probably went. They yeah. pro- I wonder if they did that on purpose. They're just like, they, they wrote out this long thing. And it's like, yeah, it just sounds like a, a fucking wannabe Independence yeah, Day. Yeah, like we can't and like, with We can't compete with that. We're just going to get a cool tagline of canceling the apocalypse. And that was it. <laughs> like, all right. That's cool, Kick some giant alien ass. <laughs> I smell another list. What's that? <clears throat> Best motivational speeches. <laughs> Pe- pep talks. <laughs> pep talks. Be a lot of sports movies. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to remember the one from uh, remember, the, remember the Titans. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Left side, strong side. <laughs> but yeah, it would be just, which is kind of weird. 
I mean, I get it, I guess, but it seems like um, there would be more like war, life and death type stuff. And it's like high school football is the most motivational we get. <laughs> yeah. That's all we care about. Yeah. Oh, that uh, Mel Brooks documentary. I just found it. Came out, 20, came out 2017. It's called If You're Not in the Obit, Eat Breakfast. <laughs> if You're Not in the Obit, Eat Breakfast. That's right. on HBO. All right. Yeah, Independence Day. Independence Day. We've talked about Independence Day before. Yeah, it's been on multiple lists. It's a great movie. It's been on the Bull Pullman list. It was on the right. Alien list. I forgot we did a list of him. No, we did, that was Bill Paxton we did. Didn't do his did list. we? <laughs> <laughs> I think we even made that joke. We always get those two fucking actors mixed up. No, we didn't. We, did, we did not do Bill Pullman's. I can't. Okay. I couldn't even tell you another Bill Pullman movie. It sucks in defense, though. Yeah, I guess you're right. Did we do Bill Paxton like. Was it maybe before he died, or was it right after? It was right after. I was like, man, I thought he called it. I'm one of those actors was. Oh that. man, <laughs> that should be our thing. Like we should, we should get ahead of the curve and just start uh, doing lists of people that we think are going to die soon. Yeah. The so then, when they die, we could be like, we'll be the podcast that everyone goes to when they die because yeah, it's already right. out there. All we got to do is do a reshare. We're like, yo, we we did this two years ago. We'll do like the next uh, Madden video game cover. Every time they fucking talk about something, we get seriously injured or possibly die. We could we could change our podcast to Podstradamus. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do our favorite. Or no, we already did Steven Spielberg. So he's getting up there. I feel like he might be dying soon. Yeah, he might die soon. Yeah, we need to. <laughs> our uh, podcast just turns to, to doing lists of old people in Hollywood. <laughs> Let's do the Mel Brooks list right now. <laughs> we should do the Mel Brooks list. Yeah, I want in on that. I don't know if there's enough. That's the only. Yeah, thing I was gonna say. I don't know if he has enough. Yeah, like he's got enough, but like, I don't know for four people. I don't know he's, does he have twelve? I don't know. I know he's got at least like nine or ten. We're throwing in the uh, executive producer movies too. He's been attached. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just to stretch it out a little bit. Yeah, and you're someone stuck with the producers. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants that. <laughs> All right, I'm up next. Um, let's see. What do we got? What do we got? All right, I'm going to go with uh, another one that I think Matt might take. Get this off the board. I'm going to go with President James Dale from Mars Attacks. Yeah, played, played by Jack Nicholson. <laughs> you played like five characters in that movie. <laughs> I know he played at least two. Right? Yeah, I think it was only five. Two, it felt like five. <laughs> He's like that casino oh, owner guy. He was the president. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think that was it. I think it was just those two. That movie's so great just because of all those crazy ass cameos. But uh Yeah, Jack Nicholson's just you gotta love Jack Nicholson. Oh man, tired. That should be a list. He's gotta be yeah. Soon. yeah, he's gonna die soon. We should get on that. He hasn't done a movie in forever, so he's pretty much done for. Yeah. Joe Pesci. I think he's retired too, so that's like two birds with one stone. Yeah. Although I don't think he did a, a huge list either. Like yeah, and my cousin Vinny, <laughs> yeah, so that would never hurt, which is great. My cousin Vinny is probably one of my top picks. I love that movie. That's right, right. That's that the two Utes. What's a Ute? Uh, yeah, Mars. I need to watch Mars Attacks again. As I was doing this list, I was like, man, I haven't seen Mars Attacks enough. I need to watch that movie again. Mm-hmm. The aliens were so great. This was this movie was like. Not made for me, but I was just like so excited about this movie when it came out. It's like I love that like 
that 50s sci-fi yeah, stuff like, where it was like super cheesy and campy. That retro sci-fi yeah. stuff. Uh-huh. And it was just like so fun to see like a modern take on that. And and then you had like this crazy cast, which, which has even gotten crazier like as time goes on because there's like even like bit parts in there that like ended up being like bigger stars. Like, uh, what's his name? Jack Black was in it. Was Justin Long in it? I think Justin Long was in it. No, maybe not Justin Long, but Jack Black was. Uh, there's just a bunch of, bunch of random-ass people where you're like, whoa, that's that guy, and he's got, like, three lines in the movie. Mm-hmm. I think that movie was nothing but cameos. It's not really oh, like yeah. a permanent role because mm-hmm. he got killed soon. Or... Yeah. That's a list I want to do one of these days, too, is, like, favorite cameos. Yeah. It'd be, fun. it'd be a fun one. So keep that in your head if you're ever watching a movie. Like, like ah, I Yeah. <laughs> pipe list. But, uh, <laughs> the pipe list, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it's great. This is also Jack Nicholson just having fun. Like, I feel like he doesn't do that very often. Like, he's, especially, like, as a, for a while there, he was doing nothing but, like, serious stuff, and then he whipped this out, and I was like, yeah, it's him. Just You forget that he's funny. Like, he has timing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that he can do that. And then he went and did that. What was that fucking... He did those, like, that string of comedies in, like, the early, mid-2000s or something. Oh, like the Angry like Man's Man. Yeah, he'd do that Bucket List movie. Was he in that, too? Oh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> like, he was just doing, like, old people comedies for uh-huh. a while there. What was the Schmidt one? Or, uh, about, about Schmidt. Schmidt was a little, uh, that was a little bit more uh, dramedy. It wasn't full yeah. comedy. Yeah. That was more, like, dark comedy. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like when, when like, a serious actor can be goofy. And in this one, he's, like, super goofy. Like, he gets to play two goofy-ass characters. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. What? That's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Easy Rider. Have you seen that, Matt? So he's, like, the Joker at all times and hard times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ack, ack, ack. <laughs> That's going to be the best part of that movie, is those goddamn aliens. Those fucking that. aliens. Talk about uh, it's like the new version of uh, the teacher from the Peanuts. Oh, Brown. the the trombone. All right, let's move on. Chase, okay. In a row here. All right. Um, so let's start it off strong. We had good conversation going. It's petering out. Let's yes. Bring it up again. Because they're yeah. <laughs> what are we like in an hour now? Go for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, we're good. You yeah, started talking about Kevin Spacey, and I just, you know. <laughs> yeah. I went downhill, put yeah. a damper on this whole thing. <laughs> All right. Jackson, Robert or uh, Ari Kelly, how's he doing right now? <laughs> uh, what does Ja Rule think about all this? <laughs> Where's Ja? <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever do anything? <laughs> just, just bark. Yeah. All right. Um... My next guest, or guess, my next person <laughs> is this is the one I'm not sure about, but I want it to count. Uh, Ron Swanson. He he works for the Parks and uh, Rec Department, but I don't know if it's an elected position or not. He's the director. I'm gonna say no. Yeah, well, fuck you, Mike. All right. <laughs> he was hired for the job. He wasn't elected. Was he? Yeah, well, that's what I'm. But it's a it's a government position, you know. What's the difference? Um, all right. If if you're saying no, then I'll. <laughs> I'll, I'll sulk. 
Um, <laughs> I'm trying to remember who the actual wasn't. Um, Bill Murray, the Let's... mayor in Parks and Rec. I can... no, not Bill Murray. I don't remember. But Leslie Nope ran for governor in one. Yeah, but she's later not, in the she's show. Not my favorite though. I think Bill yeah, Murray was funny. I'm gonna look that up. Ben Wyatt was uh, the Ice Town mayor when he was 18. That's true. Those were both going to be uh, honorable mentions for me. Um, I do you know what's her name kept popping up on my list every time I Google for this episode. The star of Parks and Rec, the blonde. Oh, Amy Poehler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is she like official in that? She was not at first, but she she ran and won governor, and there's uh, a couple okay. seasons. Like there's a whole season dedicated to like her campaign uh, and stuff. Gotcha. So I, thought, I was thinking the same thing. I thought she like, just worked. Yeah, yeah. She did at first, and then she ran for. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So I got to pick something else. Is what you're telling yeah. me. Yeah. Um. All right. The next one on my list is. I think going to be the head of Richard Nixon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From Futurama. <laughs> nice. I had that as a as an honorable uh, president head of Richard Nixon. Yeah, I'm not not a big fan, uh, generally speaking. Um, but I think Are it's drama. Uh, no, of Richard Nixon. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think that it's a funny character, and oh yeah, and there's some interesting. Um, I think well, Futurama I think is just a very clever show in general, but mm-hmm. I like. Um, like some of the timeline stuff that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, like I don't remember the all the context, but didn't somebody ran against the head of Richard Nixon? But by doing so, like I don't remember if it eliminated their existence or something. And as a result, Richard Nixon's head ran unopposed and ended up being the president for like a long time. A long time. <laughs> yeah like a thousand years or something right <laughs> it's been a while it's been a while since i've watched futurama but yeah, yeah there was something like that anyway yeah um i love futurama yeah it's it's a good well i think all of those kind of uh was that original or was that always an adult swim show no that was on fox was it and then it got moved it, it kind of went like the family guy way like it was on this and then moved there and then it went back and then it went to another channel like it just kept getting like resurrected yeah. randomly. Yeah, I think it originally was Fox. It came on after mm-hmm. Simpsons. Yeah, it, it might have even out. had a stint on Comedy Central for a minute there. Yeah, like with new episodes. Yeah, I don't know. I just I don't know if I've ever gone through like uh you know chronologically and if oh really if it yeah if it has like it does uh, it has like some continuity going on yeah well, I've watched that through twice really yeah it's fucking great yeah I might have to do that. Uh, but yeah, I I, cartoons like that, like easy for me to like, like they're like, whenever I don't want to watch something, like whenever I want to watch something, but don't really want to think about it. Like I go to cartoons, like I'll, I'll rewatch that or like, you know, fucking Harley Quinn or, you know what I mean? Like just random shit, like regular show. I think I've watched regular show from beginning to end like three times now. Yeah. Yeah. I think we have that in common. Just our taste is different. Cause mine's like Archer yeah, or yeah, Metalocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm the same way. <clears throat> and the latest cartoons I watch is like uh, Harley Quinn or Rick and Morty. Kind of. Yeah, Rick and Morty's alright. 
that season over with now, or did they take a break? I have no fucking clue. Rick and Morty's like too, I can't like I've watched it, but it gets a little too deep and too like into itself. Yeah. That I, 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 I've watched it through, but I haven't gone. Actually, I think I've watched it like one and a half times through. Because after like the third season, I went back and started again, type yeah. of thing. You know what I mean? But like, currently, they're only like I'm doing it six episodes because like now there's mm. there's been nothing. So they're just doing a break, or if it was just a short season. Yeah, I don't know. That I don't know. Yeah. Yep, don't care. Don't care that much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chase. Right, my one. next one is another one that I'm not sure if it's an elected position or not, but Great. and it's maybe my only serious role, and it's M from James Bond, 007. She's or he, depending on who it is, is the head of MI6. I don't know how that works. I feel like it shouldn't count, but I have no idea. I just have to pick a president. <laughs> Presidents, mayors, senators, yeah. that's all. Uh, all right. I um, mean, you can, you can keep it if you want, but it's going to have like an asterisk next to it. <laughs> check you, later. Know, you can fucking Mark McGuire your way into the, into the list here. Yeah. Do a recount on this fucking list. <laughs> see what fucking what. <laughs> Uh, well, let's see. Steal the list here. All these phony fucking <laughs> phony votes. Uh, uh, I'm gonna pick Bugs Bunny because he played George Washington. Right uh, I feel like that, you know, if they're a politician. All right, my my next one <laughs> then, or my this was actually I think the first one maybe that came to my mind. Um, and oh, I don't have a page open. Um. Hang on, sorry. Dun, dun. Yeah, uh, let's you know fill in the. There we go. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing here. What's the theme song of the show you're trying to work on? It doesn't have a theme song. Um, I, I just wanted to be able to say his name, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. Um, and that's because he's kind of not the main character, but it is, um, you know, the brother in black sheep and uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like Michael something, isn't it? Yeah. Mike something. Yeah. 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 Donald. Well, no, Chris Farley's Mike Donnelly. Oh, okay. Um, Donnelly. Yeah. 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 What was his name? Uh, anyway, brother Donnelly. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have too many tabs open, but black sheep, black sheep is another one. I feel like it doesn't get enough credit and I feel like it's hilarious and it holds up. And I mean, obviously I know we've done a Chris Farley list and I'm a huge mm -hmm. fan, but I just think the movie's great. And as far as politicians go, um, his brother seems oh like God. a really nice guy, you know, <laughs> and, <laughs> and you get to see all of like, <laughs> all of the shitty uh like um you know inside stuff that goes on kind of pulling back the curtain on the incumbent and he's mm -hmm. he's challenging them and uh i mean if you haven't seen the movie like chris farley is just an idiot as usual and really just loves his brother and ends up causing problems all along the way and david spade is tasked with basically uh keeping him away Reading. from the campaign and 
Um, you know, his brother, I think despite all of it, well, I think Chris Farley somehow ends up kind of saving the day, exposing, you know, the, the, it was election fraud or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like they were having like dead people vote for her or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And Al uh, Donnelly. Al Donnelly. The, there you Al go. Donnelly. Yeah. Yeah. Catch a packet. I say that shit all the time. I quote this movie a ton. Uh, <laughs> it's funny because I forgot that it came from that. Like I say ketchup packet a lot and I forgot that it came from Black Sheep. What did you fall in some mud or something? Yeah. Yeah, the mud, the white crud thing. Yeah. I said crud. <laughs> I didn't say mud, I said crud. Uh, I'm going to be famous and rich because I'm the only person who knows where there's white mud. <laughs> uh, Gary uh, Busey's in it, you know? Yeah. He's like, yeah. Yep. Ends up sniping somebody or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and he gets elected. So fuck you guys. I have an actual <laughs> third pick. <laughs> that was a sleeper pick. Yeah. yeah. I, that didn't even make my list. Yeah. That was a good one. Thank you. All right. So I'm up. Um, shit. I'm going to go with the one that has the most power in all of these then. I'm going to go with fucking Senator Palpatine from Star Wars. Yeah. He's going to get a Star Wars guy in there somehow, some way. Yeah. Uh, it, the other ones are like more bit parts. This is like one of the few that are left on my list that are actual like have a part in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or in this case, the saga. Yeah. It wasn't for this piece uh, of shit. Yeah, it, it wasn't for Star this Wars. piece of shit. The galaxy would have been a much better place back then, yeah. you know? Who knows? We might have flying cars right now on Earth if it wasn't for Senator Palpatine. He's jamming everybody up. All timelines. All galaxies. Near and far. Yeah, Yeah, just wait till you see Senator Palpatine. Played by uh, Ian McDermott. I think that's how you say his name. Who becomes... uh, Evil Palpatine. Darth Vader's lord. I think that's how you say that. Ian? Ian? I think it's Ian. He's British. But, uh, yeah. There you go. He plays the Emperor, trains Darth Vader, tries to throw Darth Vader under the bus to fucking... to get uh, Luke to be the new uh, protege. He's just diabolical all around. Doesn't care about anything. Just, just wants to be king shit of everything. I like it. It's it's kind of interesting, like the turn with that in Star Wars, like uh, not knowing who he is and like the the behind the scenes stuff, and then seeing it play out. Like if you were to watch Star Wars from like Episode One, like in I guess chronological order, not like release order. You know what I mean? Like in mm. like, series order, like one, two, three, whatever. Would be really like, disappointed it, when you got to four, five, six. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah, so you'd see that and just be like, like. It's a it's a pretty big scale of like change. It's like oh shit, like that's a that's a big reveal to happen midway through that whole saga, and then uh, yeah, I'm funny with Star Wars. Like there's some people that are like super invested in it and like critic criticize like every little fucking thing about it and all that shit. And I'm just along for the ride. Like I just like the world and I don't really give a shit. It's like yeah, that storyline sucked, but there's like 40 other stories that are going on at the same time. Pick watch those. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, can't be yeah, exactly. I feel like that was like the, uh, everyone saw that coming. And the prequels started coming out. So it wasn't like a given. 
No, I think at that point they knew who it was. You know what I mean? Like it was like understood that he was the senator. Okay. So like it wasn't like uh it was just like the build to that. But like I think if you were to like if you didn't know that, like it's almost like watching fucking like the Terminators and you you don't know that Arnold turns to a good guy, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like you watch the first one and then you watch the second one and then you're like, "Oh shit, like that would be a huge thing." Where like I saw Terminator 2 before I saw Terminator 1, so you know, like that wasn't a big deal for me because yeah, it was just true. like It's like watch yeah. So, whatever. Anyways, I need to watch that new Andor show. Has any of you fools watched that yet? Oh, I haven't heard it's I heard it's pretty good. I keep, yeah, I keep hearing it's like the best thing out there. The Star Wars. It's like all new and all original. There's really mm-hmm. nothing tying it down to like previous storylines or other characters. Mm-hmm. It's like a fresh slate for anyone who wants to like try Star Wars, I guess. But it's actually yeah. a really good show. I heard it ends like literally as um like Rogue One. Like as his oh. that character like pops onto Rogue One, like that's how it ends. Like it's like oh, okay. a, a perfect thing, which is also cool because that means that there's not going to be like more seasons, you know? No, yeah, yeah. Oh, watch I think I'm going to do that after I. I think I'm going to watch this and then cap it off with Rogue One afterwards. Yeah. I don't know if it's done. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I fucking love Rogue One, man. That shit was so good. I'll check it out. Is Andor done yet, Matt? Do you know? I, think I don't is, even know yeah. if it's done releasing. Pretty, that might sure. be the next. I think it's just finished like a week or so ago. That might be the next show I finish up then, or start watching. What, what's the word you're saying? Andor. Andor. A-N-D-O-R. That's oh. the planet. So it's like it sounds. Yeah, Andor. And, and or. <laughs> is it the No, it's not the character's name, is it? No. Uh-huh. Now you're fucking confusing me. Maybe it is. Maybe I'm thinking of Endor. Yeah, it's like Endor is the plan, right? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Andor from Endor. Andor from Endor. What plan is Endor? Is it the forest? That's one? the Wookiee. That's the yeah, Wookiee. Wookie mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it is his last name, Cassian Andor. Yeah. That's funny. Star Wars. Sounds like a fucking planet. Yeah, they're running out of character names. They're fucking starting to. Let's just rhyme one of the planets. <laughs> we'll yeah. Right. All right, Matt. Let's close this out. Oh, okay, I'm gonna go with the. Uh, let's see if you guys veto it. I feel like this is right at the line. Vetoed. <laughs> Give me a fucking chance. <laughs> I'm going with uh, everyone's favorite dictator, Adolf Hitler. But <laughs> from from the movie Jojo Rabbit. He was a, it was his like made up imaginary friend. So it wasn't like the real Adolf Hitler. It was you know like what? I'll version. take it. I'll take it because it is, it is a fictional thing, which brings to mind that you could do like something from Inglorious Bastards. I was thinking that too. I was like, That's interesting. It could yeah, yeah. be a two for one pick here, but I'm going to go with jokes. It's two very different Adolf Hitlers. Yeah, no, I, I, I'll buy that. Yeah. Have you ever, ever watched that movie, Chase? Jojo? No. Right? No. You got to give that one a go. That's, that was a good film. Came like 2019. It's, uh, that was good. It's like yeah, a dark right. comedy kind of movie. It's directed by uh, what's his name? Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. He did, uh, he did Thor Ragnarok and uh, what we do in the Shadows movie. Hmm. I'll check it out. I remember uh, hearing about it. Never, just never watched it for some reason. Yeah, yeah he's, uh, it's, it's about a kid that goes to like the Nazi youth camps. Mm-hmm. He's like all excited about it, but he's kind of scared and nervous at the same time. So his imaginary friend Adolf Hitler is kind of like his buddy that kind of encourages him to like do it and kind of 
kind of walks into your life. It's like his father figure, almost. Yeah, it's like his fucking angel on the shoulder type of, it's like his conscience. It's like his conscience. It's pretty funny. If you don't like that movie, like in the first two minutes, you should just turn it off. Because that opening scene's great. And, uh, the little kid's like talking to himself in the mirror, trying to like get himself ready to go to his first day at camp. And then you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. pops in and they start like kind of messing around. And then he's like trying to teach him how to do a hail. He's like, just throw it out there. Don't think about it. Just say yeah. hail Hitler. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely <laughs> Stop trying to make like, it a big thing. <laughs> yeah, if it, it definitely has like a... Yeah, you're right about that. Like, if you don't get on board, then just just hop off because it's 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 not going to be for you at all. <laughs> and he's like just practicing hailing Hitler, and <laughs> he gets all like rev- revved up and he like hits the street. He starts running out the streets. Hail Hitler! Hail Hitler! It's like waving at people and shit. <laughs> it's still crazy to me that that movie got made. Yeah, like the budget that it got made, and it's it's crazy. It's like that Reefer Madness movie, but like I, I can't believe that that movie got made either. Mm. But it's just like it's like this someone with the right the right time yeah. you know just like had the right backing the right money and everything it just the it stars did. aligned and allowed it to happen it yeah. takes us like a serious subject and make it into a comedy and, and it, it works too and that's yeah. the thing like it's not like it's like it doesn't pander it's not like there's no sympathy it's just like it's really cleverly put together mm-hmm. because one wrong move on that and it, and it doesn't work you know what i mean yeah. like it's it's crazy how being, well start veering into that crowd that actually like yep. likes the uh, nazi party kind yeah. of thing almost it's almost like american them. history x like you got to walk that line fucking perfectly you know what yeah. I mean? otherwise it just becomes like a fucking war cry for white supremacy <laughs> yeah that's <exactly. laughs> yeah, good actually a few times a little twist well, i don't know it's the Still gets me. With the yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's good. I haven't watched it. I've only watched. I've only seen that once. I feel like I, I need to watch that again. Yeah. Solid. All right. Honorable mentions. I got a couple. I'll bust through them real quick. Um, kind of mentioned it earlier, but Ben Wyatt, Leslie Nope from Parks and Recs. Um, President Snow of Pan Am, Donald Sutherland from The Hunger Games. That dude was fucking creepy and gross and. Mm-hmm. A real shithead. Mm-hmm. Fucking great. I'm also extremely excited about the prequels that are supposed to be coming out. Like I'm, I fucking love that. I, yeah, I love that. I love those books. I was like, I was wrapped up in that. I was yeah. like, fuck yeah, this is great. Yeah, my daughter just read them, and we have watched the movies a couple times lately. And mm-hmm. that one was on my list as well. Mm. Um, yeah, but I I feel like in my mind I was trying to pick. Uh, characters I like and I don't like him because yeah. I think he's I think he yeah, scares yeah, yeah, yeah. me. And <laughs> but as far as the character goes, uh, it's really like he did an awesome job, obviously. Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, yeah, it's kind of eerie to think like how easy it could be to get to that place. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing is like if you get the wrong intention, the wrong intentions in the right place, like scary shit can happen. Yeah. And he just nails stuff on the head, like when he's talking yes. to the guy with the, you know, cute beard. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. About, like, how a little hope is good, but mm-hmm. a lot isn't. Yep. And, yeah. uh, you know, you need to, like, basically prune it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what's scary. That's He's probably one of the scariest presidents on my whole list, just because of that. Because he understands that line to walk. Yep. And he knows exactly which side to fall on, for his intentions at least. Yeah. He knows exactly which way he needs to go with that. 
Like it's like he's got that psychological pull behind it and he knows what's happening and yeah, it's fucking it's crazy. And then the <laughs> just the not so subtle like uh kill yourself basically like <laughs> lock mm-hmm. you in a room with a bear- bowl of poisonous yep. berries. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Great movies. For sure. All right, next I got uh President Lindbergh, yeah. Fifth Element, Lister. Yeah, yeah, fucking Debo, fucking Zeus. <laughs> um, small part, but it's it's more the movie itself that makes that him great. Yeah. Um, a couple comic books. President Lex Luthor ran for president. Yeah, that, was a, that was a fun little run. And then um, that comic book Ex Machina mm. by Brian Vaughn. Uh, what's his name? Mitchell Hundred. He became mayor of New York. So he's the in that timeline or in that world that was created. He was the. Um, the world's like only superhero at the time, and uh, he prevented 9-11 from happening. So this, he gets elected mayor, and it's like this alternate timeline of our world, but 9-11 didn't happen. And then it's like, it's interesting because it's like got the superhero element to it, but it's more about the political thing, like becomes mayor, and then he just starts to enact this stuff. And then there's all this weird shit about like villains coming out of the shadows and trying to come because he's like a celebrity now and all this other shit. It's, it's just a really interesting take on politics and superhero stuff. Um, the mayor from Halloween Town, mm. Nightmare Before Christmas. That guy's funny. Oh, yeah. The opposing faces. That was played. I I didn't know that until today, but uh, it's played by the guy who's uh, the uh, the fat dude from Beetlejuice, the creepy guy. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the guy that comes into like the dinner party and does the seance shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That guy does the voice of the mayor. I was like, yeah. oh, that's funny. His name's Glenn Shaddix. And then the last thing I have, which I know if Sean was here, he might have even picked this one, is uh, the movie My Fellow Americans. It's got Jack Lemmon and John, uh, James Garner. Mm. And they play former presidents that are, I forget what it was. It's like a, it's a comedy. They're both former presidents and they are, one's a Republican, runs a Democrat. I think they ran against each other at one point. They don't like each other. But they get caught up in some like fucking assassination attempt on the both of them or something, and they end up being friends and like having to get away. And it's, yeah. it's kind of like the odd couple yeah. or like grumpy old men, but they're former presidents instead of living in Wabashaw with fucking Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of funny. They just riff on each other a lot. And there you go. Me and Sean used to watch that a lot. So that's my honorables. You guys got any others? Good. Hit it. See Adolf Hitler from Inglorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. Uh, President Marshall. A lot of Hitler on your list, Matt. Yeah. yeah big I surprise. Would, I always yeah. got Hitler on the mind. <laughs> <laughs> he had some good points. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Not all of them. <laughs> uh, uh, Harrison Ford from Air Force One. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, President Beck from Deep Impact. That was Morty Freeman. I was I was just thinking fucking Dave Chappelle now. Yeah, right. Like that. The watch is all receiving. It's just so much. Uh Vice President Meyer from Veep. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgot about Meyer, that. Or, becomes president. We were just talking about that too. Shit. Yeah, I want to go back and watch that. I feel like I only saw like the first couple seasons. Yep. Uh Mayor Quimby from the Simpsons. Ah, oh, good one. Uh, the governor from The Walking Dead, he mm-hmm. counts. Yeah. He's kind of like gave himself that own role. He wasn't actually like that. Yeah, well, I mean, 
Hitler was a dictator, so that, that counts still. That's true. He took that spot. Yep. Gave you good fucking authority leader. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mayor Lenny from Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters 1 and 2. Uh, and last one, Mayor Goldie Wilson from Back to the Future. That's it. Nice. Um, I only had a couple. Um, that you guys would probably also veto. So, um, <laughs> why bother? <laughs> Honorable mentions, anything goes. Yeah. Well, then Ron Swanson, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, who you know he's every every libertarian's favorite character. You know, he's just a. Uh, which I find hilarious because he's like... He's not at it, all. It proves how stupid it is. Like, <laughs> like that character was made to show how like idiotic and uh, how like contradictory a lot of <laughs> libertarianism is. Let's, uh, yeah, let's dive into that, Mike. How idiotic is libertarian? <laughs> it's pretty dumb. It's basically uh, Republican light because they vote like 98% of the times of Republicans, but they don't want to call themselves a Republican, so... Oh... Uh... That hurts my feelings. Yeah, uh, it's true. It's, it, it hurts because it's true. It's not true. Who <laughs> <laughs> wants small government? Well. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what Republicans say too. Yeah, they yeah. don't vote that way, and they yeah. don't do it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, your mouth is. That's what I have to say about libertarians. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh. Next, Marty Huggins from the campaign. Um, which is uh, Zach Galifianakis. Character. Oh yeah, damn! That movie was better than it should have been. Oh yeah, and it's it's even better as like just watched in the clips that make their way around the internet because there mm-hmm. there are some segments that are so hilarious. Um, I don't know, I don't know if it could have been made better, like put together better. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like as a whole, it's it kind of misses a little bit, mm-hmm. but there are clips that are just so damn good. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, the family dinner scenes and stuff are just wild. I love it. Um, But yeah, I guess technically there's two. I don't remember um, Will Ferrell's character's name. Um, But I think he was the incumbent, and Marty yeah, was... Yeah, he was the more polished one, for sure. Yeah, he was challenging, and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of a typical Galifianakis character. Kind of soft-spoken and a little effeminate, and... Uh, ends up <laughs> getting kind of riled up there toward the end. Um, and then a little uh, school politics, Tracy Flick from uh, Election. Oh, nice. That's yeah. a good one. And about that movie. That's a great movie. Yeah. 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 Uh, Matt, what was it? Matthew Broderick and. Mm-hmm. What's her face? Reese Witherspoon. Reese, uh, Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only other one I was gonna—I shouldn't even bring it up because I'd never looked up who it was. But it was the <laughs> politician from Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? And I was kind of like that scene where it's just this giant fat dude campaigning. And uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's all I got. That always—that reminded me of that blues traveler song. Was it oh like yeah, hook song. Yeah. I don't know why, but that scene, <laughs> that whole politician thing, did. Yeah. I think the video had them in like old timey dress or something, maybe. Especially with uh, Chris Rock from Head of State. Oh. I forgot about that. There was another movie that I watched within the last couple of years. 
that I just I forgot about it until you mentioned that Zach Galifianakis movie, and it was kind of similar. It was like a small town, and they were like, I want to say Jason Bateman was in it, but I don't think it was him. But it was someone like that. It was just like this small town election, but it like had like ramifications like bigger like for the country or the state or something like that. I I seem to remember that because I, I remember Jason Bateman running for something and in a show um and, it, and like he didn't want to do it but it was like you know something like that yeah i don't know i remember liking the movie but i don't remember what the hell it was hmm. i don't know whatever that's that okay. who out of this list would you vote for president i don't know ron swanson oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mike would pick Kevin Spacey, and <laughs> no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think I would vote for him. Uh, He's a Southern Democrat too. I don't really have, don't, don't align with those guys. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know who I would vote for if any of these assholes. President Camacho, for sure. May, yeah, if I lived in that timeline, maybe. Can't vote for Hitler. He's dead. So. <laughs> Al Donnelly. I think Al Donnelly. Yeah, might he seemed like a nice uh, guy. He's a what was in, he? An Oregon, probably Democrat. You know, right up your alley. Seemed like a nice guy. <laughs> seems like a nice guy. <laughs> or Whitmore. Yeah, I think that's really about it. Everyone else is just an idiot or evil. Yeah. Alright, Pullman. Pullman. Pullman at the polls. Pullman. 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 That's funny. I vote for Leslie Nope. Probably. If she actually ran for president. She gets shit done, man. Who is she? What movie? She's from Parks and Recreation. Oh, Parks and Recreation. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing that sucks is uh everyone says that they want a politician that gets shit done and is organized and does all this and does that and is willing to compromise and stuff but it just doesn't happen that way like yeah. the people like that don't get votes mm. or they end up in like congress or as a senator or just a puppet of the government yep <clears throat> well that's the problem is like people that have that type of stuff are like a little too hopeful yeah. And I feel like you can't survive in politics if you have that kind of hope. Like you get jaded too quick. Too Unless you're super young. Like I feel like Obama probably actually meant that when he actually ran in 08. But at that point he was only a politician for what? Like fucking four or six years, something like that. Yeah. So he still had that young right. attitude. But at the end of his thing, he was that, you know, he was not feeling that same way. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And on a and on a high note, <laughs> we're all we fucked. <laughs> uh, yeah. You think Trump will actually fucking win again? I don't. I don't. When? I think the I think the Republicans are going to turn on him. I'm yeah, so hoping neither of these bastards the even run. What'd you say, man? Trump's throwing everyone under the bus and the Republican Party. I know. I don't know how the fuck he's going to make it? Yeah, I honestly think what's going to happen is. He's going to lose the primary, and then he's going to go third party. 
You see that shit about executing drug dealers? <laughs> That's so no, stupid. Yes, I did. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Uh, it's like, uh, uh, I think it was Dave Smith um, had a, uh, on his podcast, he was like, oh yeah, because the war on drugs has never been tried before. Good idea. Yeah. <laughs> idiot. <laughs> yeah, he said that in like his, like, when he just, in his like, when he launch, announced like his campaign launch, yeah. he was like, and we're gonna fucking kill all the drug dealers. And like, every drug dealer kills on average 200 people during the course of their career. <laughs> their career, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I don't know if he said that, but that would be yeah. hilarious. And he's like, so, so we're just gonna, we're gonna give the death penalty to all the drug dealers. Oh man, yeah, well, they're talking about big pharmaceuticals as well. That's what yeah, that was right? the point that Dave made. I think on his podcast was like, I'm fine with that if it's if we're talking about Across like execs of Pfizer and <laughs> whoever yeah. else. <laughs> yeah, psychedelics are the new drugs, man. That's new. Yeah, they're like, it's actually like in the yeah, like they're doing clinical studies and shit about that. It's crazy. It's making moves. That'd be crazy if, like, you can go, like, if I can go to CVS someday and just get, like, fucking hits of acid. Get some microdose of LSD, please. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the matter, sir. Just had a bad day. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I don't, I don't foresee. I think that. I get that's the problem when you talk crazy for so long. Like, eventually, the only way to go is crazier. Yeah. Back yourself in. You back yourself into that crazy corner. You just have to say more outlandish shit just so you can get headlines. Yeah. Or it's not crazy anymore because everything's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was it? You had that. Did you see the meeting that he had with Kanye recently? Oh. No. So he had a sit down meeting with Kanye. And Kanye <laughs> told him he was going to run for president himself oh, <laughs> and, asked, and asked Donald Trump to be his vice president. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, expecting <laughs> expecting that Donald Trump would it, would accept being vice president. I was just like, wow. Like the ego at that table for both of them is just insane. Yeah. That's wild. Oh man. Yeah, Trump also met with some like big ass white supremacists at Mar a Lago like the same week that he met with Kanye. <laughs> and not only did he not deny it or like anything like that someone like asked him about it and he was just like yeah he he basically said the hitler thing he's like yeah he had some good points like, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I agree with a lot of what he says and i'm just like it's just like what the fuck like and this was like the same week he announced his campaign run i'm like what what like even if you do believe that like how do you even admit to that like, what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> What exactly did he agree with? <laughs> it doesn't even matter. Just the optics of him saying that. Yeah, yeah. Fiscal responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> probably, it's probably where he got the idea for the fucking killing the drug dealer. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. You go build that wall again. Yeah. Pretty mad. Ten feet high. Ten feet high. Yeah, but that's what, that's what's even funnier about that is they keep making it higher, but it doesn't go anywhere else. It's yeah. still in the same land it was previously. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that was fun. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, yeah, no problem. As of right now, Spain and Germany are tied zero zero, so I haven't missed yeah, out on much. It'll probably end that way. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> 
Well, catch you guys later. All right. Hail, hail to the chief. <laughs> <laughs> hail to the chief.